Hey dog fans, this is Derek and this is The Dog Dial, episode number 6. This is a live show that we recorded last night at the Wild Cafe and Wingery right here in Athens. And uh, I just wanted to get this out for you today and tell you also that we um, we had some internet trouble in the bunker this past weekend. Uh, we were down off the internet for Sunday and Monday, so we weren't able to post that weekend wrap-up show that we promised you. So what we've decided to do is combine those two shows, the Sunday and Thursday show, into one pre-game extravaganza, which we're going to post tonight, actually. Wednesday night will be out uh, tomorrow morning when you guys all get to work and, you know, rip off your internet at work. So uh, download us tomorrow and get ready for the big weekend game we got here in Jacksonville. And uh, go dogs. Tell you, hey, old dog. I was trying to talk on air here a few minutes ago, and I'm glad you called in. I, I was trying to get you on the line. We even had some callers uh, called in a few minutes ago, and I uh, wanted to ask some questions. and And I apologize, I was unable to get you guys, but you know, uh, uh, I'm, I'm not the technical guy in the group, and and so was unable to do it. Old dog, I was I was getting around to talking about the Georgia getting back, getting some uh, injured players back, getting some guys healthy, uh, and just getting some fresh legs for this weekend's ball game. Uh, what do you what do you think about our chances this weekend against those those mighty Gators from uh, from Gainesville? Well, I tell you, this is the first time in probably eight or nine years that we've actually been coming off of an off week in Florida hat since 1991. Uh, as Bert yeah. so eloquently pointed out, it's the first time Whoa. we've had an open date since '91, old dog. Yeah. Man. Oh, that, that's more than eight or nine years, isn't it? It is a little bit more than eight or nine years. Yeah. Well, when you get as old as I am, though, time just kind of compresses and stuff. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, we've got the fresh legs, though, man. What do you think? You know, I I want to talk about Listen, here's something we had not talked about. What about this? You know, everybody wants to talk about Tim Tebow all the time. Tim Tebow this, Tim Tebow that. And uh, I tell you what, I think we've uh, lost the uh, phone there. That's a... Uh, did we lose old dog? Yeah, there? we did. We lost old dog there. But you know, Tim Tebow, they talk about him. You know, they're saying he's the clear Heisman favorite right now as a sophomore. That he is. You know, he. You know, I was reading today on one of my favorite websites, DogPost.com. Right. And uh, you know, they were just making a little joke, a little tongue-in-cheek thing. You know, Muhammad Ali is the Tim Tebow of boxing. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, Eddie Van Halen is the Tim Tebow of guitar. You know, Tim Tebow is everything to everybody. He's uh, baby Jesus and soldier pads. You know what I mean? Hey, well, you know, I, you know, and I would be one of those guys you, it, that 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 team. I don't, you know, I don't know if Tim Tebow's the best player in the country. He's pretty darn good, but and I don't know, I don't know if he should, you know, win the Heisman. Uh, I'm I beginning to wonder how how relevant the Heisman Trophy is nowadays yeah, because the media is going to build up whoever they really want to to win the thing, regardless if it's the best player or not. Best player in college football is the kid that plays down at Arkansas, McFadden, I, hands down. I know you've been and, saying that and, all season, and, you know? uh, and uh, but uh, you know, but that Florida team, uh, how well they do is, is based off what Tim Tebow does, right? You know, whether whether you like him or not, he is one of those guys that. Uh, I believe I saw a stat from this past weekend, where uh, the game where they were playing against Kentucky, where he has uh, produced over two thirds of Florida's total offense. You know, last week, last week he had uh, their running back had one carry in the game that he got with like four minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Yeah, Tebow had over 20 carries. Right, right. I mean, it's just uh, you and I talked about this the other day. We know what Georgia has to do to win the ball game. 
it stopped Tim Tebow. Absolutely. <laughs> we need to put – we, we got to have – I think we need to uh, – we need to have five guys in coverage, and we need to have a spy. I don't know if it's going to be Marcus Washington or Darius Dewberry. Somebody says, look – Tim Tebow cannot cross the line of scrimmage. You know right. what I mean? You, your job is to stop Tim Tebow. Right. Whether he runs, if he throws up the pass, you rush him. If he runs, you stop him. You know. And, and there's also, you know, you and I also talked about this. I mean, obviously, that's probably everybody's game plan going into the game. And I hate to sound so elementary, but uh, everybody says, let's stop Tim Tebow and we'll win the ball game. Well, you know, everybody's trying to stop Tim Tebow, and, and it hadn't happened yet. You, you know, the team that had the most success in the two years I've watched Tebow play, the team that's had the most yeah. success was University of Georgia uh, last year in the uh, annual game. You know, Georgia had a lot of success against Tebow. Obviously, Tebow wasn't playing the whole game. Chris Leak played most of the game. But Georgia was one of the only teams that caused a turnover against Tebow, you know, pretty much shut him down as far as in the running game. So, you know, maybe our boy Martinez might have something up his sleeve for Tebow. Maybe well, he's got the he, maybe he's got the kryptonite for Mr. Superman. He there. can be touched. I mean, Ole Miss, Ole Miss kept him in check. You mm-hmm. know, after, but after watching him hang sixty, you know, I mean, it wasn't all him. It was some defensive points too. But Florida scored sixty points on Tennessee. Right. They scored nearly fifty points on Kentucky. Right. We have got to put up a bunch against LSU. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Old dog, do you think we can get it done on defense this weekend? Well, I'm, I'm hoping so, and I think probably the biggest thing is when Tim Tebow takes the ball and pulls it up by his helmet and kind of does that little play action to himself, Yeah, he's not going to throw it. He's, he's going to run gonna it. He's probably going to run right, or he may run left. But let's not fight on that face. But, but you know, you've seen him. You saw him. That bad shoulder. What do you think, old dog, about that little shoulder dip he does where he, he pulls the ball up and does that little dip, making you think he's going to run, and then he hits Percy Harvin on the hash marks 40 yards downfield? Well, I mean, I tell you, if, if we hit him hard enough in that bad shoulder, they're going to cart him off the field, and we don't have to worry about it. That's true. There's no doubt about it. If Tim Tebow's not in the game, like Bert just pointed out, without Tim Tebow... I don't think Florida's got a whole lot going on, you know. I don't think so either. They got Caldwell back this year, and that's made their, I mean, last week, and that's made their passing game a little more potent. And he's still uh, suspect, though. He I mean, is. His, you know, he's suspect as far as being healthy. I don't know Man, if we got I a guy. I, I hope he's not healthy, but because I don't know if we got a guy that can cover him one on one on the field. I, I really don't no. know. Um, but go ahead, old dog. That makes me feel old, you know. I mean, I remember these guys' fathers playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, old dog. You want to answer that question about whether or not we got a defensive back that can cover Percy Harvin? No, we don't. Or Rache Caldwell? We I mean Andre we Caldwell, have, not Rache Caldwell. Derek, we don't have defensive backs that can cover me. Oh gosh, old dog, man. Let, let alone, oh. let alone cover a real college player. Man, you're getting a little Whoa. bitter on us there, old dog. You know, there's a there was there was. Well, you know, I, I bring it, I bring it like I see it. I know you do, buddy. And they got to step up and prove something to me. And right now they have proved a whole lot. Well, I tell you what, you know, they uh, they they proved that they beat a heck of a Vanderbilt team, as Vanderbilt proved to us this past weekend against the mighty uh, Spurrier, the evil genius. You know, Vanderbilt came up with a win. <laughs> it, it, it just it just shows you how how good the SEC is. It's it's really hard to judge uh, week by week. You know, by teams that you play. I mean, look at us. We. Well, Georgia whipped Alabama. Really, the game it went into overtime. I know that, but it really wasn't as close as the, as the score no. showed. And then Alabama just absolutely embarrassed Tennessee. 
this past weekend. So uh, it's it's just so hard to tell. I hope I hope we get a Florida team that played. Uh, who was it they played so bad against earlier this year? Uh, Florida played yeah. against t- the worst game that they've had of the year was against Ole Miss. Yeah, right? against Ole Miss. I hope yeah. that team shows up. But you know, week. up until this past weekend, Tim Tebow hadn't won a game in 29 days or something. You know, up until no. uh, this Kentucky win. So, no. I mean, and, he, you know, you talk about. And talk about crazy. How about Les Miles at LSU throwing a throwing the ball with six seconds to go when they snap it? I'm oh, telling you. You know, he says he lost track of the clock, man. How can a guy well, who's coaching? Well, he, now, now, he denied that right after the game, said he had a timeout. Yeah, but, you Someone know. Someone needed to point out you can't call a timeout when there's zero on the clock. Either way, <laughs> either way, that was an error, you know. But I tell you, old dog, Bert, let's take a quick break here, man. We're going to we're gonna be back in just a second hey, and talk a, a little. This is a soft break. I can't keep up with it. This, this is what they call a soft break, which is also known okay. as a network break, old dog. We're going to take a network right. break, and we'll be well, we right back. The listeners involved. We want to know everything. <laughs> Dog fans will be right back. Amtrak.com. Fair subject to availability. Restrictions may apply. Refer to code H623. Amtrak is a registered service mark of the National Railroad Passenger Corporation. All right, dog fans, we're back from the break. I'm Derek Leonard, your host, and we are live at the Wow Cafe and Wingery right here in Five Points. And I tell you guys, we've got a big game coming up. This is the game that decides. This is going to, you know, we were talking about how we were talking, uh, you know, last week about how we didn't have a chance in the East, and now we do have a chance in the East. It's like I was hitting on and and trying to work the switchboards earlier tonight. I was saying that, you know, we wake up Sunday morning, and uh, all of a sudden we're in the driver's seat again. Uh, You know, just a couple of things have to happen, go our way. Yeah, Tennessee, Tennessee um, losing this past weekend to Alabama and South Carolina just absolutely laying an egg against uh, against uh, Vanderbilt this past weekend, which is absolutely unbelievable. And that just goes to show you that people in South Carolina can't they can't handle prosperity. You know, they just can't do it. They I are sitting you. there in the driver's seat and absolutely it's just the checking cars. Yeah. <laughs> hey, old dog, if you could, old dog, I need you to take a break. We got another guy here on the line. We got a special guest tonight on the on the call-in line tonight. Dean Leggy from DogPost.com. He's going to talk to us a little bit about recruiting. Dean, are you there on the line with us? I am. Can you hear me? I can hear you just fine, Dean. Thanks for calling in, man. No Dean, problem. apologize for that earlier, man. I was trying to multitask, and that's not part of what I can do. <laughs> okay. so. no Dean, we've been talking about this upcoming Florida contest where Georgia's got to go down to Jacksonville. You know, it's a big game for the dogs, and we are, you know, in control of our own destiny. Uh, what do you think about the dogs' prospects of controlling Tebow in that offense and coming away with a victory this weekend? Well, you know, uh, that's going to be hard to do. I mean, that guy's a big physical kid. He can really run it. Um, I think Florida's better than Georgia is. Um, Dang, Dean, don't pull any punches here or anything. Man, man. cut him off. (laughs) (laughs) But but that doesn't mean that uh, Georgia can't win. I mean, I think there's been a lot of seasons where Georgia's gone down there the better team and and, uh, have lost, unfortunately. Uh, But that's been the case. And, uh, you know, Look, I think Florida really has difficulty stopping people. And if Georgia can run it, I, I really don't know why they couldn't win. So it, it's, it's one of those things where uh, Tebow's a little bit banged up. I don't know how banged up. It, it, that's the, 
that's the question. That's the great unknown this week, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, and if, if, they can, if, 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 if uh, Meyer is not going to run him the way that they would like to, which is the, you know, the traditional 12 to 15, we're going to run Tebow plays rather than the, the scrambling, then that will shift the way Florida does things, and maybe Florida's not Florida all of a sudden. I mean, they, they really, yeah, three of these last four games, Florida has not played very well. They played great against Kentucky. They did, you know, but like you said, I just pointed out a minute ago, before that game against Kentucky, he hadn't won a game in 29 days. What are you guys covering over at Dog Post, at, at dogpost.com? What are the kind of information? You guys digging up anything? You got any other kind of secret inside information for us, Dean? Oh, you know, I mean, I know a lot of people maybe that are listening to this just heard about this a couple of hours ago, but there's some discussion now that Caleb King may play against Florida. Um, he's going to go down there. Uh, now, whether he will get into the running back rotation um, is a good question. A lot of people may remember Caleb King is probably the, the top signee from this past year. And, you know, with Thomas and Craig and Sean, there really was no reason to even discuss having Caleb out there. But, you know, with Thomas going down and Craig looking like uh, it will be at least Tech until he comes back, maybe maybe Kentucky at the best. Uh, I don't know how comfortable they are with Jason Johnson and Sean Chappas back there as the two and three. Uh, running back, so uh, Caleb may get his uh, may get a look at it here, and and um, you know, do you take a red shirt off a kid with five games to go? Uh, no way. Shot at the East. I yeah. don't, no, no way. I, I think I think uh, they're taking him down there. We'll see what happens. Uh, you know, uh, it, you know, it's you know, I, I would I, I wouldn't be. No, I don't think this is going to happen either. But I wouldn't be stunned if Thomas was dressed out for this game. So you know, let's just see what happens. Well, I tell you, uh, you know, we've been talking about this. We talked about this a little last week. I think Jason Johnson and Sean Chappas, I mean, I think they're adequate replacements. I really want to think that Sean Moreno can shoulder the load. He's a 20, yeah. 25, 30 carry a game kind of guy. Um, short of him getting hurt. hurt. Yeah, but what if he gets hurt? Well, yeah, if he gets hurt, we got to talk about it. Man, if he gets hurt, he gets hurt. That's a part of the game. But but also the uh, you know if 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 Caleb Keen was ready, it's kind of like what I it's kind of like what my good friend Corey Phillips told me. If they're ready, if they're ready to play, they're gonna play. Absolutely. Because but these guys' know, jobs are on the line. I know he's got plenty of good talent sitting in front of him, and yeah, everybody says don't you know. Uh, why not redshirt and let him grow a little bit? If he was ready to play, if he was physically ready to play, he would have already been playing by now in some well, aspect of the not. game. He was not physically no. ready to play. That was no. for sure. I mean, with the hamstring and this, that, and the other. Right. So, I mean, he was now. He may be now, but, you know, I, I find it hard to believe that you just throw a guy in, no matter how dynamic they are and how impressive they have been and so forth, and they just get it right the first time. When we're, you know, running back is – is not just taking the ball and running forward. I mean, it's a lot more complicated than that. It looks like that's all you got to do on TV. But there are some things you got to do. You know, you got to pick up production. you got to run a – you know, there are things to do. So it's not that simple. Now, my, my guess is they're not going to use Caleb. I mean, I, I don't think so. But uh, particularly just for a one-week situation, I mean, if they can just get through Florida without – having to use them, then they really don't need them the rest of the year because you're talking about Troy and then all, you know, you, you should win that game, but it, it doesn't really matter in terms of the conference if you win it or not. So, and by then, Thomas should be back and ready to roll. I don't, I think they're just kind of trying to play a little game here. I think that's wishful thinking, man. Is that, that sounds like something that rivals would break instead of dog posts, man. I mean, that, yeah. you know, we don't need to be making up a new well, dog Kool-Aid <laughs> recipe. Yeah. <laughs> that Caleb King Kool-Aid recipe is on until next man, year. Man, we got to well, save me, Caleb until oh, next no, year. Listen, this is not me making it up. I, I, I know, Dean. Ball. I know, man. Let I know. I'm just oh, teasing no. you, man. No, they no. Got, I mean, 
let me ask y'all this. got a picture on the AJC and everything. I know. I know. he ain't going to play. Let, I, me, let me ask y'all this. We, everybody wants to talk about Tim Tebow and all this other stuff and, uh, and what, you know, and obviously he's a good ball player. Why aren't we talking about our parade All-American coming out of high school, our quarterback, and uh, why aren't we talking about how, uh, it, you know, our, Georgia, whether they win or lose, is predicated on what, how well number seven plays. And uh, and he has not performed up to his billing up to this point, and I just want to no, I just want to know, Dean. Uh, what, I think that's a great question for you, Dean. What do you think? And what are you hearing about? You know, people are talking about Matthew Stafford versus Tim Tebow. They both came in last year as freshmen, right? And they both got a ton of talent. I'm not taking anything away from Stafford. No he, doubt, he's got a ton of talent. I don't think there's anybody saying that uh, Tim that uh, Stafford's making the kind of impact on his team that Tebow's making on his team. Dean, what do you think about that, man? Well, now, I mean, you got two different quarterbacks. And, I mean, Matthew is probably going to play in the NFL. I sure. Mean, I, now, whether Tim Tebow does yeah, or not, he I don't can throw it 500 yards. Yeah, the kid can really – he really is uh, – I mean, we're, you know, we're only a year and a half into his reign at Georgia, so he's still got some time to go. He's not had a great year. I mean, really, he really hasn't. So, uh, you know, Tim Tebow does do more for Florida than Matthew does for Georgia, but that, that's right now. Um, right. Will that be the case uh, Saturday? I mean, if if Tebow can't run, y'all, I mean. Yeah, uh, you're right. If Tebow well, loses if the ability. Run, he can't do anything. Yeah. You know, he, if he, he can't run, then his, you know, that pass-run option situation changes. And, I mean, it, it does matter. I mean, that's the number one thing that Florida is dangerous with. You don't know what they're going to do on offense because of him. He is the great uh, catalyst for their offense. You know, you know pretty much what Matthew's going to do. But uh, a lot of people have trouble stopping it. Uh, if he's, you know, Matthew's played okay this year. Uh, if he, if he, if he plays, if he plays as well as he can play, Georgia wins, and they probably win by seven or ten. But you know, right. I, you know, I don't know if that's going to happen or not because you know he, 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 he's not getting a lot of help necessarily from his receivers, and up front has been a learning experience this year. Sure. Uh, that's, to dismiss everything. Oh, no doubt about it. He, and he's not, nervous with his protection. He, he, he's, that's not to say that Matthew still could not have played better. But, uh, you know, let's just, uh, let's just see. I'm, well, you I'm know, a big I, believer in Matthew Stafford. You know, also, it uh, might be a good point to, that we talk about is the fact that uh, probably one of the better games that Stafford's had was last year against Auburn. Yeah. And, uh, and it came off of a bye week. If sure. y'all remember correctly, and against uh, the Will Muschamp against, defense, against a very good <laughs> Auburn team at the time. You know, Auburn. What was Auburn? Number four in the country five. last year. Five I think number five like actually. And uh, and uh, it came off a bye week, and uh, he played extremely well. Probably probably one of the top three games he's had since he's been here. And uh, so, so maybe uh, with this extra week of preparation and extra week of coaching. Uh, by Coach Bobo, who's an exceptional coach, and he's been there. He knows what it's like to play in this this Jacksonville game. Uh, I think, um, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe. I think I think it all depends on how well the quarterback play is on both sides, whether who comes out on on top. Well, but, you know, let me just say this about that Auburn game last year. They hit big plays down the field. I think three times, you're and right. then they hit them early, and they got and every they, break. If they can get, they well, they killed Auburn. I mean, mm-hmm. that thing, that thing was not. We close. had turnovers on. We had, we had it all going on that oh, day. Oh, Brandon, Brandon Cox couldn't, couldn't breathe back there. Right. I mean, those things were forced by the defensive line, and Trey Battle was just there picking them off left and right. But if they can hit game, if they can hit big, long, you know, 40, 50 yard passes down the field, which I think people have been able to do against Florida, if they can do that, 
that will change the dynamic of the game. And Georgia's got to get off and to a good start. This is the big-time boogeyman game. And, you know, it, not only not only have they struggled at the beginning of the year sometimes against teams, they've got to play well against Florida at the beginning because if they don't, I think this thing could turn south quick. Right. This is not going to be a yeah. second-half game for us. Hey, uh, Dean, we got about no, 30. We don't, need to be, we don't need it to be like last year's game at all where Florida jumped out to such a big lead. Hey, yeah, Dean, that, that Dean. We got Dean. We got about thirty more seconds. You got anything else you want to cover uh, from the DogPost.com today, right quick? Uh, you know, one thing that's on on there right now is the top twelve list of kids in Georgia. Just recruits. I, you know, we haven't talked about that at all since we've been online or uh, been on the phone here. But people can go check that out. It's pretty pretty interesting. I think. Uh, just uh, I go to a, a game every Friday night, obviously, and just check out kids. And this is my thought on. You know, the top 12 kids in Georgia so far this season. All right, uh, well. a couple of them, but not all of them. Dean, I tell you well, what, Dean, we appreciate it. all offensive linemen. Dog, dog fans, we appreciate <laughs> Dean Leggy sitting in from the dogcast. I mean, from dogpost.com. We'll be right back after this. Hold, wait a second, Jay. I'm not getting you. Hang on a second. I, I would, there you go, no, Jay. Man, you ain't serving nothing. Now Jay. talk to me, Jay. There we go. Now, all right, Jay. Now, now I can hear myself. All yeah. right. Now tonight's tonight's uh, kids' night. Uh, we've got a dollar ninety nine kids each free, and uh, Monday night we had last night we had thirty nine cent wing night. We went went really well with Monday night football last night with the Colts playing. So sure, uh, we we've kind of got a good sports cafe feel going here, and we we, we like the the location here in Five Points. We're a quarter of a mile from campus, and it's a great game day atmosphere too. Absolutely, I mean you guys got the murals on the walls, you got TVs at every table. Yeah. Um, and the food, man, the food's fantastic. The wings and fingers are the great. Food, the food's great. You need, you look at the menu and you you think, well, they're not really reinventing the wheel, but but uh, when you taste it, it's a little better quality. We're trying to do a little better quality than than the run of the mill place, and uh, everything's all the chicken's fresh and the burgers are fresh, and and uh, so. And you, you mentioned it, too. We've got a TV at every booth, LCD screen at every booth, and uh, uh, 13 uh, 42-inch plasmas here. And, and it's a great place for a game day experience, particularly if you're coming in town for a home game, but also for the away games. People can come in here and watch a ball game and, and uh, enjoy drinking a beer and eating a good meal. And I'll tell you what, it, it's what I've been saying every week, Jay, on this radio program. There's no better place in Athens. I was here for four and a half years. I'm, hey, I know you were here for absolutely ever. And there's not a better <laughs> better place and a better atmosphere to watch this ball game. I mean, the TVs are great. They cut no, the I mean, cut no corners when they when they did this place over here. Great, great place for Thursday night games, Monday night games, Friday absolutely. night games. We got I them mean, all. We got every yeah. week. You know, on, on the uh, direct TV package, there's not anything we're missing. And from the NFL Sunday ticket, all the way through the ESPN College Game Day, uh, you're going to get everything if you come in here to watch a ball game, and, and that's what we kind of set out to do. Is uh, not only that, but you, you've got kids; you can bring your kids in and throw the Disney Channel on at the booth while you watch a ball game. Uh, Absolutely, on the big watch screen, the book. So. That's right. That's right. And I'll tell you something else: if you come in here after a uh, after these home games we got coming up against Troy and Auburn and Kentucky, hey, we'll stick a headset on you and make you famous, baby. So come in here <laughs> right. and get on the radio with us. Ask us a question. Have some uh, cold adult beverages and some wings and fingers here at Wow Cafe and Five Points, man. Yeah. Jay, we appreciate you stopping by, buddy. <laughs> well, I appreciate you guys having me on tonight, and and uh, we enjoy having y'all here. And, and let's uh, let's make this thing work this weekend. We need to uh, we need a big victory this weekend. Two and fifteen is not sitting too well with too many of us. No, there in the last, no, it's not. Last you ain't kidding. Years. No, it's you ain't not. Kidding. It's not. It's not I, at all. So. I tell you what, Jay, we appreciate you sitting in, man, and uh, we'll look forward to having you back on the show later. Okay. 
Thanks, thanks, hey, Jay. And I also want to thank the guy from our last break. If I, I might not have properly introduced him, but that was Dean Leggy from thedogpost.com. That, that's a great website. It's hosted mm-hmm. by scout.com. They do fantastic recruiting coverage and different things like that. Right. And we appreciate having him on the show, giving us a little insights. You know, sure. I mean, being a real journalist type guy, you know, he kind of uh, brings a flavor to the to the show that we might not always have. Sure. Old dog, I know you got a big question for Bert, man. I, got I know a big question for Bert. On one of uh, our commercials that we had on the, <laughs> on, a, on a hard break, I think, was uh-huh. Amtrak coming in, and they were talking about high gas prices. Uh-huh. All of us know by now where we could beat a high gas price. Uh, I mean, it's right but here. If I right. were driving a diesel locomotive, or maybe just a Ford F two fifty Power Stroke diesel, where could <laughs> I go to get my best price on diesel fuel? <laughs> well, if you're in Athens, Georgia. Old dog, it, it, it would be at one of our three locations, one of the quick spot locations located at quick Lexington spot. High, a quick spot location located at uh, Lexington Road, Old Hole Road, and uh, Jefferson Jefferson Highway. So right, right past the golf course, which I'm sure you're familiar with, old dog, because I know that's probably man. where you spent most of your time out there by the Country Club is where it is, and then uh, you got and it. then over there in front of the Carmike Movie Theater. Over on Lexington Highway, so that, those are those are the two spots, or excuse me, one of the three spots, two of the three spots. Y'all need to stop to get whatever kind of fuel you need, whatever kind of cold beverage you might want, and uh, and you know. The, and you all got a lot of winning lottery tickets. Those lottery <laughs> tickets keep coming in, man. They keep coming in. Dog fans, we're gonna take a quick break. You know, uh, old dog, we appreciate you keeping it light here for us, man. But we're gonna take a quick break. We will be right back after this. We're going to have another segment, I promise, and we're going to really talk about some football in the last segment of this show. We appreciate you guys staying with us. We'll be right back after these short messages. Y'all is definitely a great name for magazine. Y'all. I actually bought this. Looks like it would appeal to different generations. And sweet iced tea, because you know we don't get iced tea when you go north and all of that. I love the south, and I love y'all. We're both from the north. I would really buy it. <laughs> y'all, I would definitely buy it. I've lived in the south my whole life, and it's nice to have something that's just about the south. Hi, y'all. Y'all Magazine, the magazine of southern people on newsstands now. Going to a game? Ride Amtrak and arrive full of spirit. Sit back, relax in your roomy seat or sleeper car, or grab a snack to enjoy in the lounge. Best of all, rising gas prices are no longer your problem. Book online and receive 20% off the best available coach fare to games throughout the southeast. For more information, call 1-800-USA-RAIL or visit Amtrak.com. Fair subject to availability. Restrictions may apply. Refer to code H623. Amtrak is a registered service mark of the National Railroad Passenger Corporation. To the 28-year-old wife and mother who was admitted to St. Joseph's Hospital in Atlanta with pneumonia and lung failure, and many more like her, Dr. Kathy McMinn literally was a lifesaver. To Georgia gymnastics fans, McMinn was an entertaining and accomplished scholar-athlete, a four-time All-American who obtained her medical degree as the recipient of an NCAA postgraduate scholarship. Today, Kathy McMinn's passion is treating critical care patients at one of the nation's top hospitals. An SEC 75th anniversary story of character. About two or three months ago, I started having money problems. Ever since then, I've had a pretty hard time keeping up with the bills. The worst part is I can't make the house payments. 
So when the phone started to ring and I knew it was the mortgage people calling, I didn't pick it up. I just couldn't. And the notices were coming in the mail, too. Lots of them. Now I may lose my house, and I don't know what to do. If you're facing foreclosure, doing nothing only puts you deeper in the hole. Now's the time to dig yourself out. Call 1-888-995-HOPE today. That's 1-888-995-4673. Because nothing is worse than doing nothing. A public service announcement brought to you by NeighborWorks, the Ad Council, and this station. As Chief Executive Officer of the Atlanta Committee for the Olympic Games, Billy Payne became the first person to lead an Olympic bid effort and then continue as top administrator. In 2006, he was named as only the sixth chairman in the hallowed history of Augusta National Golf Club, home of the Masters Tournament. Payne's epic work ethic began even before he became an all-SEC football player at the University of Georgia. As a child, his father always urged him to outwork the competition. Today, his father would be proud. An SEC 75th anniversary story of character. That's my favorite bumper music right there. My own worst enemy, man. It's my favorite bumper music. I tell you what, guys. Old Dog, you still with us, man? Man, I am. And I tell you what, my favorite bumper music after this game would be the yeah, Scriptures' that, magic yeah. moment. Oh, yeah, I hear you, too. After, after we beat Florida. I tell you what, guys, we let's talk about we got we got eight minutes left in the show here, guys. Let's talk about keys to the victory because you know what the key to the victory is. There's only one thing we got to do: scoring more points than Florida, right? <laughs> I love it when you say that kind of thing, old dog. Yeah. You're right. That is what we need to do. We got to score more points, but in order to do that, we're going to have to put a cap on Tebow, right? And, no doubt. And uh, you know, it has been done. It can been. It can be done. Mm-hmm. Two teams have beat Florida this year. Uh, Ole Miss almost beat them. They can be stopped, you know. Bert, what do you think we got to do? I mean, specifically, what do the dogs need to do besides controlling the ball on yeah, offense? Yeah, I mean, always at most elementary answers, like what the old dog was saying, score more points than them. That's <laughs> right. always the easiest answer. But, but um, you're not going to stop Tebow. You got to try to contain him. You got to try to limit him uh, to what he can do out there. And um, you know you're gonna. I mean, we're gonna have to play a lot more sound defense than what we played in the past. We're gonna. We, we need some turnovers. We need some takeaways, and we need some big plays on special teams. Special teams this year has not produced the big plays that it's that it's done in the past, and a lot of that is due to the fact that people have been kicking away from the Mikey Henderson and uh, and uh, obviously our kickoff coverage team probably hadn't been the most desired this year and. And the kickoff return has just been average. So it'd be really nice to get some big plays out of the kicking team. Matthew Stafford and, and Matthew Stafford and Noshon are going to be the keys to the game. I, I really feel like we need to do like we did last week, try to get Noshon at least 20, 25 touches, not last week, but against Vanderbilt. Right. You know, I like giving a running back that many touches. Me too. I like giving one, one running back. Yeah, especially one that's, you know, that, that has the explosiveness that, uh, that Noshon has, you know. And so uh, uh, I think if we play – you know, you know, focus on trying to run the football this week. Have Matthew Stafford play a mistake-free game, and uh, and then the defense try to contain Tebow. You know, you're not going to stop him, but he can't have one of these 250-yard passing, 100-yard rushing type days. 27 carries for 190 yeah. yards rushing. He, he, yeah, we'll be we'll be coming home from Jacksonville like we've been coming home the last 17 years, not oh. feeling real good about everything. Well, old dog, what do you think? Old dog, what do you think, man? 
I, I agree with Bert on that. I mean, obviously, we got to control the ball. I don't see any problem with having one running back, uh, you know, as our star. We have won a lot of games with that. You know, we go back to, uh, you know, Willie McClendon, Herschel Walker, uh, Tim Worley, who's being inducted uh, along with the Robert Edwards, Miguel Robert Edwards, Georgia Hall of Fame. Yeah, we're going to be at Edwards, that thing. We're going to be at that thing. Garrison Hurst. You yeah. know, I mean, you name it. I mean, it. You know, this this tailback by committee. You know, is a fairly new thing. Yeah, we, we have did. we have beat Florida a lot of times with a featured running back, and hopefully that's what we've gotten back to. I believe um, I believe Noshawn Marino is that guy, and that's who Noshawn. I, I hope he is. We touched on. If not, maybe Caleb King will step in. Hey, but, uh, you know, I'm glad we got, you know, we got a studded linebacker back in the middle, uh, bringing a little bit of size back on that. I think that's going to help a lot. That's going to free up Ellerby to go back to the weak side. And uh, Brandon Miller's coming off of the calf injury. But I think the team Dent's probably going to get the start. And, uh, you know, those guys just need to run around and have fun, according to Willie Martinez. <laughs> right. But, uh, but you know that Noshawn reminds me a lot. We hit it on the running back just that we just mentioned, Robert Edwards. Noshawn reminds me a lot of Robert Edwards. I remember Robert played on that '97 team that absolutely oh, demolished yeah. Florida down in Jacksonville, and uh, he's he's one of those guys. He's got a rare combination of speed and power and elusiveness that that he could really take over a football game if he's given the opportunity. And I, I hope he I hope he's given one this Saturday. I'll tell you one other thing. Great he would have been if he had stayed a defensive back like uh, golf had him. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'll tell you one other thing too about no. I shine. never can. I never can. Uh, you know, always love take poke at Coach Golf. Yeah. I, I tell you what, man, we never get tired of banging on Coach Golf, do we? I tell you, but. Uh, you know, one thing I like about Noshawn, too, and, I, you know, I know everybody talks about his production, his running style, and things like that, but I really like the kid's attitude. You know, I, yeah. I can't remember, not even including Herschel, a kid that runs upfield, gets tackled, and jumps off the ground like it's on fire, puts the ball well, on Derek, the turf, that, and gets back to the... Derek, they didn't tackle Herschel. Well, I understand that, but I'm telling I mean, you. He just, he just flipped the ball to the ref at the end zone right the sideline. <laughs> and said, I'm home. I'll be back in just a minute. <laughs> Dog fans, I tell you, that's going to just about wrap it up for this episode of the of, of the Dog Dial. We appreciate you guys listening as usual. Bert, I appreciate you taking the show for God, me at the beginning. You that, know? Was, that was tough right there. Jay, I, I got a whole Bert, new respect. Wizard, I got a whole new respect for Derek here. Yeah. I tell you, Jay from Wow Cafe, thanks for having us tonight, man. We had a great time. Guys, I'm telling you, Wow is a fun place to be, man. We have a great time here. Old Dog, thanks for sitting in, and we appreciate Derek, it. is my daughter Sarah there? She is here, man. She is here. She's got yeah, a plate of chicken fingers and fries. Just blitzed to her accounting test. Yeah, she just finished up. The students are on fall break now so everybody's on uh, break in Athens and we're on break too now listen the dog dial is presented by y'all magazine on the Alexander Stevens network and is a production of Colonel Raw Media LLC copyright 2007 transmission or duplication without the express written permission of Colonel Raw Media LLC is prohibited the views and opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect those of the University of Georgia, the Alexander Stevens Network, its advertisers, affiliates, or Colonel Rawl Media. The executive producer of Dog Dial is John Rawl. Production assistant is Keith Sisson. Network engineer is Andy Young. Account executive is Meredith Rawl. Special analysis by Burt Jones, and our thanks go out to Old Dog Bill Morton. I'm Derek Leonard. Thank you for listening. We'll be back live next week at the Wild Cafe and Wingery right here in Five Points next Tuesday at 8 p.m. 
Set your clocks, dog fans, because we're going to have to talk about this Georgia Bulldog victory. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to The Dog Dial on the Alexander Stevens Network. We really appreciate your support. Check us out on dogcast.com.